Well, this is Final Frontiers, the internet's first and only alias podcast. Today we're talking about episode nine, Mea Culpa. It's Latin for my fault. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it always gets used as like a like they gave their Mea Culpa, like it's like a way of saying sorry. So. Yeah. Directed by uh, Ken Olin, old friend Ken Olin, who uh, directs a lot of Alias. Directed what episode two and on and on and on. Written by two new writers, ah. Deborah J. Fisher and Erica Messer. Looks like they're a team because uh, they both worked on Criminal Minds and Charmed, and they're story editors for twenty-two more episodes of Alias. Did you? Oh, okay, they're, so they're story editors and not going to write anymore. They, they have, I think, three more episodes All ahead right. of them. Which one of them do you think did the most work, or does the most work in their ongoing partnership? Perhaps Deborah, since you named her first. I don't know. It's just alphabetical. It's alphabetical. Yeah. Oh yeah, Deborah, Erica, Erica, Deborah, and Erica. All right, Fisher and Messer. Wikipedia summary: Sydney's life is placed in mortal danger when Sloane is informed by a superior that she is the SD6 mole. Meanwhile, Dixon's life hangs in the balance after he is shot by Anna Espinosa on a mission trying to recover a Rambaldi manuscript hidden in the mountains of South America. And the uh, semi-literate Wikipedia editor who wrote this thinks that South America is hyphenated. They it's put not. obviously, but it's if you go to the uh, Alias Season One Wikipedia page and read the episode summary for Episode Nine, Mea Culpa. Yeah, there is a hyphen in South America. Will realizes that his discovery of Kate Jones's pin could uncover some unexpected information. Oh yeah. Now, the Netflix summary, which is, uh, Sydney is scared as she thinks that Dixon may have heard her talking to the CIA. That's, Whoa. That's it. And, she is scared. Yeah, but that doesn't even happen until the like, very end of the episode. She does seem uh, concerned about that. All right. You okay? Are you sick? No, no. You sick? Are you dying? Uh, I got a cough, got a cold. Uh, just maybe. All right. Um, all right. Sydney, she's at the bottom of this hole. Well, don't we see that? Or no, we see, once again, we see the recap of what's been going on since the beginning of the show at the beginning of this episode. And it looks like she just falls. Like she right. falls down, wakes up, is in pain, I guess, or groggy. She, she's dangling from a bamboo ladder. Well, which, she's kicked uh, off of it by Anna. No, right? Well, she's kicked off the top of the ladder. Okay. And then she, uh, I guess she comes to hanging from the ladder. Ah, okay. Or maybe we just... Uh, I think I'm I'm confusing the scenes from last week where it showed her on the floor after being shot and right, I'm right. checking the vest. Yeah. And uh, uh Gina Torres takes the uh the Rambaldi journals. Yep. Uh, Marcus Dixon took one in the chest. He wasn't wearing his vest. What wasn't an wearing, idiot. Yeah, well, yeah, only one. There was multiple shots fired. What an idiot. Yeah. His radio is left behind. She follows a trail of blood. Yeah. Uh <laughs> she pulls out the a, a sad phone, the biggest thing I've ever seen, which usually you don't when people go on hiking trips, don't they like weigh their packs and like they make sure every ounce counts? Yeah. That kind of a thing. It seems like uh, somebody would have done this for her. No. And uh, they'd be like, here, your, 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 your pack is optimized for this hike. And then she's uh, she's got this huge phone, which well, she even says is like the uh, enormous. Yeah. Well, I mean, every ounce counts. It fucking count. Mark Marcus Dixon thinks that shit counts. Yeah. No, I mean, it's necessary. Yeah. But it still seems like she just whips it out out of nowhere. We get that. We get that like flashback explaining. It, I don't like the way this kind of jumps back and then forward through time where you get the explanation that Vaughn gave her the phone. See, and then, you're wrong because I think that is good. You think that's good? It was annoying because then it, it's 
Like then it goes into Marcus Dixon like having the the terror sweats and like just repeat. I couldn't even. He was repeating her her freelancer, freelancer, freelancer. And uh, they they go to the the Angel of Mercy Hospital, yeah. which is the an ST six <laughs> hospital. <laughs> which yeah, it's like it's like has like a Catholic it's or like Presbyterian. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Beth Israel or Saint Vincent, but. Uh, yeah, you know, for SD6. Credit, Immo- Credit Immobilier. And, it's an uh, SD6 hospital. And we, uh, we, get, we get the first appearance of Mrs. Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, who is played by Yvonne Faro, who is also in Mantis. Really? Yeah. Was, she, his, her, was she Mantis's wife? I don't know. She plays a, a woman named Magda. Magna Mantis. <laughs> and uh, I can't, I, I really looked. I'm like, what else can I find about Magda? I can't find anything else. Well, what do know. we really know about Mantis? This man puts on a suit. He's, he's, cur- he's in a wheelchair, puts on the suit. He has the ability to walk, among other things. We know more about Mantis <laughs> than we did about uh, Alias at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, yeah. I think uh, so. So, but I, okay. So, what I'm trying to get at is, is she someone that knows about his, is like, is Mantis his last name? So she could, she could literally <laughs> I think it's be, an acronym. It's an acronym? Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's uh, like MASH. Okay. <laughs> Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Mo- mo- mobility Armor Neurological technology, Technological Integrated System. Nice. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll check in we'll on have that, that later. <laughs> And we'll find out what it stands for. You're all the is... Mantis fans on Twitter, and there are a lot of them. Well, they, they could not have done any better than that, whatever it stands for. I, I think if you had to uh, guess what it stood for, and you knew the premise of the show, and it wasn't like about some guy who was really into bugs, <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah. Maybe he's that, and he's into bugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, moths, ants, uh, night flyers, ticks. Okay. Insects, <laughs> scorpions. Inse- you can think of an insect with an eye. Yeah, oh, that's hard. That is hard. Yeah, um, well, I can't. I couldn't. I said night flyers for in. And you could have been. I would start, I think you're thinking of night crawlers. Well, no, night crawlers aren't bugs. They're worms. That's a bug. <laughs> Anything that's like icky is a bug. That's an insect. Worms are an insect. No, they're not. They're they're worms. <sighs> it, it's a, it's a type of insect. No, it's not. What is it then? It's an invertebrate thing. It's a mollusk? I don't think it's a uh, mollusk. Yeah. I think a mollusk has to have a shell. Uh, uh, what's the other one then? Cephalopod? Yeah, it could be. Could no, be I think it, cephalopods are the aquatic mollusks, like uh, nautiluses. It's, this is riveting. Yeah. This is this, a- excellent. Uh, I know. This is podcast. an excellent Mantis uh, podcast. So the cover story is, I forgot that we were even talking about Mantis. <laughs> That's how we're, far we're out we are. We were talking about Mantis's wife. Right. Yeah. Mantis Dixon's wife. Who also was in Mantis. Right. Yeah, we have like, we literally need no excuses to talk about Mantis. I mean, that's a pretty good excuse, though. Well, She's I mean, the actresses I, I, in both shows. So the, the cover story is a lot of concern with her cover story. And the cover story is that uh, she and Dixon were ambushed for bank codes. Oh, right. This is this is like the her other alias as a friend of Francie and Will Tippin. Right. Though, uh, we're still not there yet. That, no. that, that this is uh, this is that weird. Like she's in where first where she has happened upon a mantis who was bleeding out. Yeah, and then she's talking. Vaughn is telling her about. Oh yeah, take the set phone. She uses the set phone, and then Vaughn is debriefing her about right. what she told SD six that she pulled him into a Humvee and drove to a hospital. Right, and now she's worried that he's if, if he does recover that he's gonna like freak out and mumble freelancer. 
So Arvin doesn't think that Sydney's the mole. Right. But fucking Jigsaw is insisting. J- yeah, Jigsaw and 80s uh, villain. What's it? What? Here, there's something. His face is. He played like a truck driver. A truck driver? Or someone. Like with, Large March? Kinda. Like uh, like Jack Burton? D- just an incredulous working man who is like talking shit to like the title character in some movie. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just some city boy college folk. Like one of those type of characters. And all counting money all your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands are too soft. Yeah, hands are too soft. Don't have no grit under your fingernails. But yeah, he oh, what's what's the character's name? I meant to write that down. Uh Dreyer. Dreyer. Okay. So you mentioned or sorry, the Wikipedia post mentioned that he he is a superior of Vaughn. I thought they just worked in separate specialities. As uh, as he, did I did I say that? Did I wiki. say that? Yeah, quoting the uh, wiki. Thing, you no, did. it does. Uh, when Sloane is informed by a superior that she... Yeah, well, you know what? We can't trust yeah. a Wikipedia editor on this. Yeah. I think this guy who wrote this, I'm assuming it's a guy because he's an idiot. He thinks that South America is hyphenated. He could have just been copying the other one, though. What other one? I thought... Oh, wait. You, I thought, are you quoting the Wikipedia or the... Alias alias wiki I don't look at the alias wiki It's got spoilers on it No it doesn't It does It'll say this guy dies This guy is a double agent This is uh, you know Some kind of magic I'm confused Because the one I looked at Was like a pretty Pretty decent episode rundown I was like, I watched, I watched one on my phone. I'm like, all right, I want to remember just so. You look at the characters, it'll say first appearance, last appearance. Ah, last appearance okay. is when that fucking guy dies. I don't read that. Uh, it's, oh, or did this get written off the show? Oh, yeah. God help us if I read about uh, like Dwarf Hands' last appearance. That would just ruin it. It better but be would, season five, episode 18. That better be his last appearance. I would return these microphones to their owners and walk the fuck away from this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His, I, his last appearance better be one his uh, scoliosis gets treated yeah. two maybe he gets a normal size pair of hands maybe I don't know maybe like you walk into SD6 and there's just like plastic furniture everywhere he's <laughs> like oh shit he's uh, running the show now he he loves inflatable furniture and candy and, candy. and, <laughs> and his just, headphones and his, <laughs> his, his standing desk before his time right. yeah uh, Dreyer, he says her results are too perfect. Too per- oh, I, li- I like that. I was thinking about that. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like if you get 100%, they know you fucking were looking at your crib, sh- crib notes. That's how they, they, they try witches. <laughs> it's like, what's like, well, if she drowns, she's uh, she's a good Christian death. And if yeah. she floats, she's a witch. Oh, that's so, true. Uh, you, you know, a witch hunt. She's damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. So that's a bunch of bullshit. That was a good, just stubbly facial haired white man stare off between dryer and like she's the mole she's not the mole imagine them rubbing cheeks just start a fire like just get a bunch of crickets attention <laughs> so got the opening credits we just gotta have that music that matrix techno the alias is eating outdoors an outdoors eatery wait are you talking about <laughs> you recapping the recap <laughs> the alias is at a desk she's doing homework she gets no. handed a note we then proceed with the summary of what we just last seen last week. We watch a building that looks terribly CGI'd fire explode. The uh, the German... I think that they made that CGI fire look worse. It was horrible. I think I think that they it was okay in the episode, and then they, they make it look worse in retrospect. <laughs> I think that they were like, look, we got the budget for all these great effects. Like, maybe yeah. that was a thing in 2001. I don't know. I'm it's like thinking. an Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Every time there's a fire, it's like this one campfire. 
that they use over and over again. That's what it looked like. They just threw on top of that that building that was exploding. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Alias is eating outdoors at an outdoors eatery with Will and Francie. Will's not buying this story. He's yeah. like, this, he's getting suspicious. And what's Francie say? She's like, shut up or I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. So I'm going to fuck you up, Will Tippin. She puts him in his place. And, uh, and he's going to, as we learned, he's digging too deep. And he's going to get burned by some molten lava. <laughs> yes. Who do you think's on the other end of those phone calls? I don't know. Is it Spy Dad? Maybe, because he's not dead yet. Spy Dad knows who he is, right? Right. Yeah, so he's not dead yet. That's, I think it has to be. We'll get there later. So anyway, while uh, Alias gets a phone call, so come in, uh, come into my office. And it's uh, you learn that there's a bank robbery right. uh, committed by Hassan's guys. Oh, is this Hassan? Yeah, I was like, wait, is this FTL? Who is this again? And like, yeah. part of me is like, don't, and just I, don't worry about I did, it. I did have to look up. I'm like, what's Hassan's deal? Well, they recall it. Like, it's the guy that they sold the nuke to and stole well, the core he, from. But he is an arms dealer, I guess, in the past exclusively to SD6. Right. Which I didn't realize. And now we stiffed him on a deal. Because, well, he was the one that they sold the nuke to. And the CIA is like, you can't let them have that nuke. So right. she stole the core. Yeah, whatever happened. Right. So there's that. So because that the the core theft happened, mm-hmm. he now assumes that SD six stiffed him. On, they did it on purpose. Right. So like he screwed up some like Sidewinder missiles or the Stinger missiles or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it really, it really doesn't even matter a little bit. It's really just an excuse to get to go to Logan Garachi's Tuscany villa where he throws fantastic parties. Just. Smash Mouth, a hundred percent, just like spinning on both turntables, and uh, that's Smash Mouth, right? I was like, oh yeah, that's what they chose to go with. It's two thousand one; they should it, know by now. It fits perfectly, and it because it's one. She just parachutes out of the fucking darkness, and it's just like she's like, don't worry, I'll have no problem getting yeah, in. You, yeah, we won't and have like, a... and like Smash Mouth comes in pounding, and uh, <laughs> and and she just quickly takes the parachute off, and she's. She's ready to go. Uh, this Logan Garachi, uh, who's an, an accountant for arms dealers, I guess. Yeah. Played by uh, Cosimo Fusco, who is the actor who played Paulo on Friends. Really? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I got to rewatch that. No, nah, you don't. He's done... Uh, I mean, I got to just look at the image and be like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Paulo. He's... Uh, everything else he's done, or most of what he's done, has been Italian television and movies. Okay. Wait. So his... You mean it's movies in Italy? Italy, okay. Yeah. Not like just like he's been the Italian guy in movies, which yeah. is conceivably also what he could be doing yeah, in yeah, American film. That sounds fine. Uh, and so her, her mission at this at this Tuscany party, this Tuscan party, is uh, she has to retrieve Hassan's offshore account number from Garachi's computer and drop it at Donati Park. Right. Which I thought for a second, because Donato was the name of the guy, the old guy in the last episode with the immortal. Who oh, lived okay. in a clock the tower. clock man. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, is it like a park named <laughs> the after immortal this? guy who just gets shot? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, just, it's so it's complete. What my mother said is complete. Yeah. I mean, oh, he, yeah, he, he said something weird about how he meant like his. He it was like some weird stupid like let slip that he was the guy not the original guy from like the yeah middle. So, no i i was thinking of it's complete yeah i was thinking of my great great grandfather like shut yeah. up um, immediately shot and i couldn't be happier yeah but anyway and this is uh kind of a um a, a subversion of how these things normally go where uh usually i this there's a bit of a formula with alias where it's about her attending 
uh, a classy party. Yeah. And then there's a distraction. And then she finds a way to sneak into a back room to steal something. And then she fights some security guards. Right. This happens in most of the episodes. And like, oh, good. It's going to be this again. It's still fun at this point. And right. uh, and then it does. It's a clean getaway. It's, it's a clean fine. getaway, but it's uh, she's still doing the, I'm, I'm a drunk American girl. What did I do? Like She did that thing in the one in China. Oh, it's a good ruse. Yeah. It works. Nobody wants to deal with drunk alias. She's a mess. She is. She's she about walking those boots. She can't walk in those boots. Uh, her her fake hair gets in her eyes. She's about to throw up. <laughs> her fake hair. She's a mean drunk. Her, her just very very obvious horse hair. Not even good horse hair. And while this is happening, uh, Will takes. Wait, well, can we go talk about the? What I didn't get. Did they just? Did they know? Did they have intel? Because Dwarf Hands gives her something to. To scan a fingerprint off a glass, yeah, and print out a wax finger la- liquid latex, apparently, uh-huh. so she could use it to to use a fingerprint scanner, which they had to have known he had a fingerprint scanner. It couldn't be she couldn't just like walk in there and it'd be like a retina scanner and be like, oh, you're fucked. You gotta take his eye out. That yeah, seemed that, 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 that seemed like that seemed very confi- yeah. convenient that he knew that's what she needed. So yeah. I'm assuming it's one of those things. Like, did I miss him saying like, oh, based on intel, we know that he has a a fingerprint lock or something like that. You could say that's a plot hole, I guess. She did. Uh, Alias gave him a lot of uh, a lot of shit. No, a lot of um, you know smiles for his uh, in real life. You know, you wouldn't like he's well, like, it's he wants charming some candy. as hell. And she's just like, ah, like Arvin just gives him that look. Like I, it's like I need to talk to the woman that I'm heavily implying is my daughter. <laughs> yeah. While this is happening, Will takes the bug that he finds to his friend Neville, Neville. To, to, Neville. <laughs> to have it inspected. And uh, I'm like, why? Who's who's this fella? Oh, he's from. Who's this wheelchair fella? He's from 19th century London. His name is Neville, obviously. No, he's uh, he's the guy who played uh, the cop salad guy in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Same year as this, oh. so uh, big big year for that actor, I guess. Nice. 2001, big year for Christopher Thornton, who played Neville. Neville and Cliff Cobb. I like Neville Cobb. It's a better name. Yeah, they should have thought about that. They fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And then while this is happening. Also, yeah, Francie's uh, like, I need to I need you to go buy a wedding dress with me. Yeah, this isn't while this is happening. It happens before happens she earlier. leaves for Tuscany. So That's... she gives she gives uh, she gives Alia shit for having to go back to work so fast after yeah. Marcus got shot for bank codes. <laughs> now she's like, well, yeah, yeah. If you want to go, uh, you know, wedding dress shopping with me, that'll be cool. Wow, we are discussing this all out of order, but it's okay. It's, we we yeah. jumped to the parachuting because it's so exciting. It was fun. And then the CIA is like, you uh, you let them transfer this money because we want to see how SD6 does their banking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems, uh, I, is it, could it be that complicated? Are they moving it to, to offshore shell accounts? Is that a thing? They Maybe do? they just want to trace it. Like they want to see who's getting the money and what they're doing with it so they can piece together. Yeah, they can piece together what shell companies are doing the laundering. But I didn't get, okay, did she go from Tuscany to that other bank? Cause well, she just no, told, that happens a lot later, She right? just assumed that, well, I mean, she knew she was leaving. Yeah. And she told Francie, let's go shopping on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So she could have known, I don't care if you're a spy or you're actually working for a bank and have to travel for work. If you know that you're going to be there up until a certain date, you can tell someone ahead of time, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it that Saturday. So this that whole bullshit where she was walking and she saw the wedding dress thing, like, oh, I forgot. I, I told this person... That I was traveling for work, and she said, "Oh, it sucks. You should take some time off." Like she's they both, a, they both knew she wasn't going to be there. She's not a very good spy, but she's a worse friend. Oh yeah, she's terrible. Yeah, she's just hurting everyone that she loves. 
And the uh, the two dwarf hands devices. The one is the fingerprint scanner. Yeah. The other is just like a box that sits on top of a computer. There's another magic box. There's been and, many uh, of And it transfers, uh, what, what does he say, 40 gigabytes in under two minutes. Yeah. Which is impressive even now, I think. Really? I think so. That's a pretty fast transfer. 20 gigabytes in, in a minute? Yeah, I guess. That's pretty fast. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really have a gigabyte, gigabyte bias or expectations. Well, you should, and yeah. it, should, it shouldn't be nearly that high, because that's <laughs> damn fast. Just lightning fast. So the Arvin pulls Alias aside. He's like, I want to speak to you. Yeah, And he's, good. he's terrifying. He gives her the whole creepy spiel about, uh, it's like, I've always thought of you as my daughter. He just, like, sings the fucking lyrics to the GoldenEye song. Like, he's like, you never know how I used to watch you as a child. <laughs> you were going to school, I was just... Kind of keeping tabs on you. Like it was like, yeah, it wasn't even like affectionate. Like I remember when you graduated high school or you took your first. It was just like I was there in the shadows, Sydney. Yeah, and it, it's like it's simultaneously sweet and really threatening. It's like how a what a creep thinks uh, being sweet is like. Yeah, it's just like the guy who doesn't understand why what a restraining order is. Yeah, like I don't get it. I'm just and, talking to her and now she doesn't want to talk to me. That doesn't work. And uh, I got to tell you, um, what what the hell is this actor's name? Alcoholic Bob Balaban? Yeah. What, what's Snarvin, Narvin, we'll get to it. He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, no, that's... I like this scene and I liked his um, exchange with... What's his face? Levon? Levon. Le- liar. Who, who's the other character's name? Dreyer. Dreyer, yeah. Jesus. Just like, I, I have my like, that whole... I have my specialty, you have yours. Yeah. Like, if you don't do the right thing, I'm going to go above your head, he pretty much tells us. Yeah. That was tense. Yeah. And so uh, and this was tense in its own like I'm always watching. He's, he was basically saying, "I'm always watching you." So there's nothing that you don't know, or there's nothing that you're doing that I don't know about, which is terrifying, like you said, because she's a double agent, mm-hmm. creepy, yeah, and also I don't know in terms of things that are going to happen in the episode. Is he kind of giving her a heads up? I you know. She said. She said, like, it sounds like he's saying bye to me forever. Yeah. And then uh, he, he seemingly orders her assassination through the SD4 office yeah. in Rome. So uh, SD6, Los Angeles, SD4 is Rome. Any other SD offices? Like SD3, Weehawken. SD2, Patterson. They're very Pat- close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about redundancy, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. Then we cut to Tuscany. Then she has the parachuting. Then, then came, oh, uh, down came the alien. Dwarf Hand's uh, instructions. It's like, first, find a thing Garachi has touched. Second, like, then there's no uh, there's no second instruction that he gives. Just her. make sure. Doesn't he say, like, make sure. I just remember, make sure it's uh, it's actually his fingerprint because there's not enough liquid latex in this thing for some Which, type of mistake. How, how much does it take? Just do two. I don't know. I put in more liquid latex. It would feel. I thought what I thought it was gonna do. I thought it was gonna scan, and then she just like took the scan and like scanned it over the the, yeah, the like, fingerprint uh, thing. Yeah, like a membrane. Yeah, or a substrate. I don't even think you would need that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, so what was the other instruction? I don't remember. There, there was no second instruction. Just like uh, I have fun, so. enjoy. I, I think uh, <laughs> a profit. Yeah. I yeah. think I think the second uh, second instruction was lost in editing. That's my. What, wait, was there theory. supposed to be a second instruction? Well, you don't say first, and Let, then don't follow up with here. He was then. second, and enjoy some candy. Which yeah. would have been in the character, and he, I think yeah. maybe it was cut out for uh, the sake of brevity. I gotta say, you know, licensing and copyrights are an issue, but he had a pretty pathetic, just like non-name brand jar of candy. 
I didn't even notice. Yeah. What, what kind of lousy candy it was, did you It's just like the like when you like when you're a kid and you draw candy and they're just all circular discs and wrapped inside of little plastic paper. That's the kind of candy he had. Yeah. He didn't even have like there's no Twix bars. No, 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 no uh, nothing no, fun size. No, no, no fun size Mars bars. Nope. No fun not, size not even, bar. Not even fucking Smarties. No fun size Kit Kat. Nope. nope. I think those like like those like uh, no Skittles. No Skittles. Oh, who put Skittles in a bowl? No now and later's. Damn, that'd be good. No Jelly mm. Belly? Now we're talking sweets. No Sour Patch Kids? No Sour Patch Kids. No, okay, that'd be uh, fucking... No bars? That'd be fucking weird if there was just like a loose assortment of Sour Patch Kids <laughs> in the bowl. A bunch of people that... Like you'd get some towards the end that weren't even like... like didn't have any of the sugar coating on it just because people's ha- hands would rub against no, them. No Nestle Crunchums? Crunchums? No, no Rolo? Ro- oh, Rolo. No uh, York Peppermint Patty? All these people... If you're listening, please send us all of these candies in like a fishbowl full of candy. No cheap shit, please. No, uh, no Cadbury egg. Nope. No Reese pieces. No, nothing loose. Everything was individually wrapped. He was like some. He was concerned about someone's parents stopping them from eating the candy in the bowl. No, uh, <laughs> no Tic Tacs. No. <laughs> it's tic- He seems like the kind of guy no who lifesavers, Tic Tacs, and then unwrapped now and later's in his candy bowl. No breath savers. You mean lifesavers? I said lifesavers. Breath savers breath are, savers? are the minty lifesavers. No, are they? Yeah, they're called breath savers. No certs with retsin. No certs with retsin. Oh, oh, what's the chlorophyll one? Chlorophyll. Yeah, there's a mint that's uh, chlorophyll based. Clorets. Uh, no, uh, no clorets. <laughs> No. No Clark Bar? Nope. No 100 baby, Grand Bar? No Baby Ruth? No Baby Ruth? No Butterfinger? No Fun Size Butterfinger? No, there's no Fun Size Anything. We, I, just, I specifically said there was no Fun Size Anything. No Crackle? Oh, I miss Crackle. Oh, Mr. Goodbar and Crackle. Those are like partners in crime. No Hershey? Nope. No Hershey Dark? <laughs> Hershey Dark. <laughs> just Hershey After Dark. Pennsylvania Sex Channel. No Chunky? He just chopped it up and put it in there. No, uh... <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you have obviously committed to this, so go for it. No, uh, oh, you mean raisinets? Are those the ones with the raisins in them? Those have raisins also, but no, there's the uh, bar. It's called a chunky bar. Yeah, it's got. It uh, has raisins in it. I yeah. think it had like marshmallow fluff. It, I think it has. It has some marshmallow. It has some peanuts, and I believe it has some raisin. Oh, that's disgusting. No zagnut. No zagnut. They no Beetlejuice. No. All right, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just uh, always shuts you up. <laughs> That's my code word. <laughs> yeah. That's like it's like my John Dunn poem, <laughs> but uh, in the opposite. Then we uh, there's we cut to Francie in a sitting room wearing a wedding dress, looking Whoa, sad. Oh, my best friend! Why did I even put this on without somebody to tell me how it looks? But it was great because there was like the. Don't you meet your friend outside of the wedding dress place? Yeah. Don't you like call her and be like, "Hey, where are you at? Yeah. I'm here. Are you going to be here? We said one. It's now three. Uh, let me know what's up. Yeah. Or I, I like I just like that in that scene though. There was like they had to juxtapose like two of the bestest BFFs ever. Like uh, one of them trying on a dress and the other one guffawing and fawning over her yeah and she's sitting there hunched much like i am now but not i should do this show in a wedding dress i hate that you said that because yeah. we could have uh i guess we have photos people know that we haven't been uh 
they're wearing wedding, wedding dresses, wedding dresses. All this time. Yeah, it's like no, it's like it's not like it's like an Ed Wood thing where we're just uh, yeah. we're functional transvestites. I'm sure that we're, <laughs> we're sure matrimonial it's... specifically transvestites. I'm sure that there are people that buy wedding dresses, men, just for the purpose of wearing them, and it's like people are like, it's okay, we'll we'll take your money happily, but you have to go to the back. <laughs> we obviously can't do that amongst the good clientele. God, fucking bigots. Yeah. What was, uh, why did they even shoot down Prop 8? What was it even for? Uh, minorities, they didn't like the idea of uh, people marrying. Well, that's how they, it was they, enacted. Yeah. How, how was it, why did it take so long to get it shut? Nah. To get it repealed? Yeah. I don't know. But you should have seen the, like, the, the Spanish language commercials. They were just all about, like... Proposition ocho. <laughs> Proposition ocho. Yeah. Y no. Uh, so, uh, Will, he goes into, uh... A bathroom stall takes the bug. He holds it up to his mouth, whispers in it. It's just like, me and you, bug. Oh, we had that with uh, Neville Cobb. Yeah, he's where like, he wait a minute. The in- it, entire Will subplot up to yeah. this point. I think it's actually on right now. So it's li- that's the fun thing too. Is it's still working? Yeah. Is <laughs> ever the fuck left it in there? Just had money to burn. It's like fuck it. Yeah, you don't need that bug anymore. That it's probably brooch. solar powered. Yeah, I, oh, I guess, yeah, huh? If it's just actively receiving, like, or, or maybe what's what? Remember those watches where they would uh, charge themselves with that as you moved, the, like what? like if you're jerking it, which is the motion <laughs> that I just made. Yeah. But uh, I, was, I thought you were winding it like those flashlights that you wind with a crank and like they'll generate it's, light. Uh, it's uh, kinetic energy, like, cal- like a calculator. You you just put it in the sun it has those little bar. Well, little that makes panels. that's what I yeah. said initially, but. For this you thing, it makes watch. sense. No, wait. What did you say? Yeah. Well, initially, I said it's solar power, but they yeah. they used to have these watches. Maybe they still do, where they are, they basically wind themselves with the movement from your body. Okay. Uh, they have like kinetic batteries. Yeah. Basically, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I seriously doubt whatever the fuck that whoever put that bug in there or designed it thought like, oh, this is gonna you're gonna take this out in the sun and charge it that way, or just walk around with it. We're good. But anyway, so he's. So he says, look, I've got the case put together, and you know I'm getting so close. He's just at, yeah. like, the... the um, he tri- basically says, come at me. Yeah, just kill me. Yeah. Just fucking put two in the head or slit my throat. Whatever you whatever you do to your problems, do it to me. Yeah. As, he's, as he's saying, you know, gives, gives uh, this person on the other end his cell phone number. Yeah. And as he's saying this... Uh, his cell phone rings and it has the the, the most terrifying ring. Yeah, that was like, like the chimes of death. Like it actually startled me. Yeah, it did. It startled me too. And you you had that like kind of uh, droning, empty cave with wind moving through it, mm-hmm. like music, like some music in the background. It was like a really tense, like horror movie scene. Yeah, and uh, I, I have a note here. There's no way all this garbage technology would work. Nothing works now. How could it work then? Yeah, I don't know. I'm really not g- giving myself over to the this this espionage fantasy. To the uh, 40 gigabytes a minute or whatever it was, like anything. Oh yeah, I, any. I just you just take this, put it near a computer, and it does exactly what we need it to do. Like in all cases. Like what if their firmware has been updated? What? <laughs> uh huh. Shut matter. up. Yeah. Shut up, Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. That's so, uh, it's dwarf hands ta- talking to you in, in my ta- alias. He wouldn't talk. To, he wouldn't talk to me like that. He, we would just in my eating. alias fan fiction, you're a character in it. It's just you and dwarf hands <laughs> talking and, about candy. Yeah, and, just, and shitty rock. I'm just writing it and getting hungry. And shitty rock music. Yeah. Uh, tr- cut to him and his headphones just jazzing away at his yeah. computer, shaking his his little dwarfy hips, and at uh, a standing desk, which 
only solidifies his well, miniature stature. He's got scoliosis. Oh, that's right. So, that's right. Uh, I thought all, he was all of his cool. all of his furniture is inflatable. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah okay. I, that seems, it like, seems like, it's like it worse. should be firm. Yeah, but I don't know. I've never had scoliosis. Never will. I think I'm I'm out of the we're woods. Out, we're out of the one. woods on that, right? Yeah. yeah, we did. We went to middle school and they did those checks. Yeah, where you you guess what do you do? You touch your toes. I don't remember. They just you have to take your shirt off in front of everyone, I, and it's mortifying. I I was completely pantsless. I don't know what you did. So uh, we find out from a conversation with who is it? Is it with with uh, with Spy Dad or Arvin? Well, Arvin talks to uh, SD six temp and is like, "I need you to run this message through SD four right. and use server five. And then, um, but Spy Dad, finds Spy Dad out comes to him, and he's like, "Was it server five? Yeah, and he's like, "It wouldn't be no. I would get like a message or something." And he's like, "Well, just this, just check server right. five for so my." That was Spy Dad. Yeah. So that that's how he knows that it's a test to see if she's a double agent. Right. There actually is no gunman at Donati Park. Yep. And, and she has to go run to Vaughn. Yeah. So we got the Will and Francie drinking Heineken's and watching oh, yeah. his girl Friday. Yeah. Uh, he pulls out the bug. He says, uh, hey, look at this bug. Check this out. And uh, I'm a detective. <laughs> Francie's just like, Cause quit fucking with my friend. Yeah. I Stop it. And uh, Will gets a creepy phone call. Immediately from I hope is Spy Dad. Yeah, it's a little mystery, a little alias mystery, a little mystery. A, for a little us voice to scrambler. Solve. A voice scrambler is a voice scrambler. I guess necessary if you don't know who, if the the person doesn't know you. Well, Think about that. That's true. They don't really know uh, her, her father. Right. Has Will met? Did Will meet her father early on? I don't, I don't know. Think so. he, she he he got a hard stop at the door. With, Who's holding his string bean casserole, right. trying to get into Thanksgiving? I forgot, like, I forgot nope. about his uh, his aborted Thanksgiving yeah. uh, showing up with uh, fucking canned cranberry bean casserole. Yeah, yeah, no, no luck at all. The poor bastard. Yeah. So, and, I, but so they didn't know each other. But they might. That, she doesn't know him at all, right? Or are they just really, 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 really estranged? When you say she, you mean I mean Sydney? alias. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, a little, a little bit. They know each other. Okay. I mean, she knows of him. Yeah. But it's... Sounds like he was, you know, just like that always at work dad. Yeah. You know? We know that dad. Empty chair at the old piano recital. We know that dad. Yeah. Sydney's in a bubble bath. Bubbles reaching a very respectful level really? on her chest. Yeah. Find out that Dixon's in a coma. Dixon in a coma. I, I know. know. I, I know. know. It's, it's serious. serious. Francie comes in. She said... Hey, we'll buy that dress next week. She's very supportive. She like she Francie thinks that's like her fault. Like, oh yeah, you kind of had a uh, fiance. Sorry, we we don't really have a firm timeline of how long how long's it been since, since uh, the first episode, right? No, do they say? Um, maybe in terms of like, oh, you, I was gone for weeks. I guess they want people on the internet. Even then, they knew the chat rooms would be a buzz with people creating timelines for uh, alias. There's not a clear amount of time elapsing between. I want to say I'm sure it's not real time, but like yeah. that it's uh, that it's been nine weeks because it's been nine episodes. I'm sure it's vaguely that. Yeah, and the um, I guess we can kind of maybe assume that. Well, because the Thanksgiving episode was actually around Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's if it's like if we if can that assume first episode started at the beginning of the grad school semester. Yeah. Uh, September. That w- that would make. That would roughly make sense, yeah. I guess. So what are we like in like beginning of mid-December by now? Yeah, early yeah. December. Will gets a phone call 
from this fucking bully. Uh, it was awesome. And he's like, meet me at 7th and Spring. Say, Stop talking about the bog. It was like a, the... The like the like this like the the scolding in the voice I loved it and his yeah. face after just like mm, was wrong number and that's fucking bully yeah. says to Will say you're ready and he's like no I'm in phone bully's like no say you're ready and he's yeah and he's like fine I'm ready and then uh, that's it just makes him go to a paper oh no wait he okay so what he said stop talking stop talking about stop talking about the book tell right. her it was the wrong number and then he made him go to uh, payphone and at the payphone that's when he says I'm ready right and uh, yeah just fucking basically like purples his nurple by like he's like no say you're ready say it yeah. say it do it do it you pussy fucking phone bully I don't care for that one bit tipping into darkness this is the tipping into darkness arc that's awesome man so now we cut to uh, Geneva, where it's Alias. Oh, it's Alias bank, bank job. Pretending to be uh, somebody looking for a place to store clients' diamonds. With a vague accent, of course. Russick is there. Miguel Sandoval, <laughs> who's a, a poor substitute for Dixon. I like him as an actor. Yeah, but Russick is. Uh, he was like, what, he's like an, was he uh, was he man in the van on that episode? I know yeah. he was doing the computer work. Yeah, he well, yeah, he was uh, his man in the van. Yeah, she takes she, the she knocks the, out the bank manager. Yeah, with her with her knockout spray. Yeah, straight which, from Adam West's utility belt, <laughs> which works out works immediately. <laughs> yeah, and uh, finds out that they transferred three hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, which is seems right. I wish I could goof on that amount of money, but. That seems reasonable. That well, seems they like were, the sort of money that you would pay an arms dealer. Yeah, they what they moved it around, right? They moved they moved his money to accounts that they wanted it to be moved to, right? right. Okay. And what 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 happens? She can't close the the ability to close a drawer that she just opened somehow escapes her temporarily. And so there's someone coming to check on whomever the man was that led her to the vault. You've never been there. You've never been in that situation. Yeah, but I mean, you're trying to close a drawer and you can't close it. I'm a fucking spy. I There's do, too much, uh, too, too much, much pressure, blood on, blood on the handle, <laughs> <laughs> too uh, much sweat of a banker on my hands. And uh, then we got Will in L.A. He goes to uh, what, like a junkyard? What is it? It's just like an empty field with a car. It says glove box written. Oh, in dirt. right, right. He, he immediately, everyone does this in these situations. Like he looks around, like oh, the yeah. person's just gonna be like, hey. <laughs> wash your car <laughs> he just does that like, and uh i guess I, I thought about that i guess i would too because that's kind of fucking scary but listen you're fucking with a mysterious voice at the end of a flower and you know that they've killed people you know that they explicitly handle their Wait, problems by the murder voices at the end of a flower do you think that the the microphone on the other end's a flower yeah you think it's a flower so, on both ends yeah that's how it works so that's that oh, uh, if, oh okay if this is SD six, if we're if we're assuming that this is Spy Dad, he got this shit from an overly candy stimulated dwarf hands, yeah. and he's, he's just like flowers said, on everything. And one one end's a flower, and it's like, oh no, now I'm going to pretend to sniff it, but but not really. And then the other end, you you talking to it, so it's like it's like a flower to flower communication. You get it? I think this is some true life shit. It's like all this like weird errands and like modified voices yeah. and clues. And it seems like somebody's trying to rekindle a romance <laughs> with, with Will Tippin. And I think it's Spy Dad. <laughs> I just know. You said rekindle romance. I was thinking that's like Spy Dad trying to get back into his daughter's life. But you think no, it's Spy it, Dad trying to get Will Tippin to... Yeah. Have you not seen True Lies? Yeah. I think he's been like, yeah, here's a taste of being a spy. 
here's a taste of being a spy. Yeah. He's going to have to go to a hotel and dance in his they underwear. Dance around. <laughs> Tom Arnold's going to be there for some reason. So I met Tom Arnold and I told him how much I liked uh, True Lies. He's like, your parents let you see that movie? I was like nine years old. <laughs> he was just like le- legitimately a little uh, like disturbed that my parents are allowing me to see uh, True Lies. I had a very uncomfortable moment watching. I saw it in theaters. I was 10 years old. Yeah. And the amazing Bill Paxton scene where he's talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. You know, he's giving his disgusting description of how hot she is. Yeah. And the last line... Ass like a 12-year-old boy? Ass like a 10-year-old boy. (laughs) And I was watching it as a 10-year-old boy, and it was really (laughs) uncomfortable for me. (laughs) A 10-year-old boy? Yeah. That could be my ass. Imagine Bill Paxton with that scraggly mustache just following you home from school. I'm surprised, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't try to make a pass at my mom. Maybe he did. He, he was also did. he was also at the event. Wouldn't blame him. What event was this where you met Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Caitlyn Jenner? Th- thank you I for have, not dead naming Caitlyn Jenner. Well, I have. We are a very progressive podcast. I have a useless autograph of a person that doesn't exist anymore. It's a dead name autograph. Yeah, dead name autograph. I guess a lot of people have those. I, yeah, I guess if you have like I don't know. There, the, there are dead named Wheaties boxes the, all over the place. If the uh, that is weird. So Dwarf Hands picks up another signal coming out of Geneva. Yeah. Dryer's loving it. He just pops a boner as soon as he hears this. Yep. Because it's Sydney's radio thing, which she has going to Vaughn. Going to Vaughn. And that's how they know. It's like, oh, she, she was the mole. Right. So then we cut back. So bad for Dryer because he's fucking good at his job. He's too good. Yeah. He's, I think he's going to get it. He's too his. perfect at his job. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that makes me so excited. Then we find out that uh, Mantis is out of his coma. Being. Sloan goes to the. Angel of Mercy. <laughs> the SD6 hospital. The SD6 hospital. What's the last thing Dixon remembers? Is, uh, Her beautiful smile. Is that What, what was his line? It's like, something like it's that. It's not even like it's two a, seconds out of a coma. Probably still got the catheter in place and he's just like being the smoothie. So uh, with the understanding that uh, Alias is a double agent or with damn good evidence. Yeah. She's walking into the parking garage. And like most episodes. Well, we have. She, she gets uh, ambushed in a parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> No, we didn't, we skipped past the Von Dad off, where Dad has to be like, "Hey, you swoop oh, in on her." That's right. She's fucking dead. There's or she's the out. Uh, yeah. God, we are all over the place yeah. this episode. Well, it's like uh, we're aping Alias. They're when they're all over, all over their place with their what's happening currently and what's being told as a flashback and what's See, being told as that, a flashback. But that is, uh, despite your protests, that is excellent storytelling. Is it? This is uh, sloppy podcast. Why? Why is it excellent storytelling? Because it's giving you, uh, it's giving you information, and it's not expository. It's actually relevant to. I mean, it is expository, but it's not like you're being dragged through exposition. It's saying, well, here's a little bit of exposition that's about to be immediately relevant to a thing that you're just watching, and then you don't have an entire scene of. Of Marshall saying, "Well, here's a doodad, yeah, and here's this doodad, and then we cut." Even though to the we, we kind of live for those scenes, well, they're great scenes, but uh, you can have those scenes, and without all of the uh, the tedious chronology, mm. you can be uh, it's a slightly slightly fractured. Yeah, well, is it know? is it cheating or is it a, uh, a gimmick? What was there was another episode where there was you didn't I couldn't you didn't know what was happening if things were happening concurrently like you didn't know if someone was walking to someone with information it was like some type of scene where someone was going to get killed uh, or right, not right right but you couldn't tell that oh it was when alias dad beats the shit or yeah does he beat the shit out of who does he beat up 
He beats up, or does someone Alias beat up mom? him? No, hey, <laughs> yeah, no, not cool. Um, no, remember he's at, he's in uh, he's in SD six. It's the it's the <laughs> it's the duplicate guy. It's the it's doppelganger doppelganger who doesn't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's... like he's like he's walking towards them, and you don't know that they're they're Alias is telling that sob story. Uh-huh. But listen, I'm a shitty spy. I get people killed. Cut me some slack. And while she's doing that, Spy Dad is going to the to the the dope who's in that office, and he's beating the shit out of him. Uh-huh. He gives him a little whisper. It's and so and so. It's like here's the location. Right. You know. So that that was kind of like there was tension. But it was kind of a cop out because the way it was edited, they didn't let you know that you knew ahead of time. But I mm. guess you kind of need some gimmicks like that to make it interesting. Yeah, because it wouldn't be interesting if like she just told her story and then he was like, "Oh, here, okay, here's the location," and then he just walked in, beat him up, and told him the location. There was some tension, but eh, is it earned? I don't know. Yeah, I'll give, give it, it the uh, okay. the credit for that. Yeah. So so once again, uh, Alias is ambushed in a parking garage. Yeah. Another sort of recurring motif on this show. But we don't want to talk about the... Oh, she, Christ. The Vaughn and Fine. Dad off. So Vaughn and Spy Dad are having an argument over what's going to happen in Donati Park. Vaughn's yeah. like, it's your daughter's life. And Spy Dad's like, fuck you, you're you're an idiot. Yeah, and I know what I'm doing. X-Wing pilot Greg Gunberg, yeah. he, he shits his pants. He loses the, 30 pounds. He shits his... of 30 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> his and, words, not ours. Yeah. It's like, I do shit my pants to the tune of 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah. and Guy puts his hands in his pocket. We don't know if it's going to... I think that's, that's fair tension. Like yeah. he has his hand, he's walking up to her. We don't know. We know that he either Vaughn could be right mm-hmm. or uh, Spy Dad is right. Yeah, she could be killed or she couldn't be. Yeah, but uh, she won't be it's because parody because they <laughs> they're both in yeah. the situation to lose. Yeah, but I mean we do know that she won't be killed because it's uh, yep. episode nine. Yeah, uh, unless it's a very she could lose show. another tooth like she did in the pilot. That's she true. A couple teeth. Maybe she like loses uh, like two or three teeth a season, and then <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the show, she's lost 15 teeth, and it's a very different show. Yeah. Her eating a lot of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Sullen face. Getting help starting an apple. Asking Francie, you help me start this apple. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so she's she's attacked in a parking... She should, she she's should, hit by a Crown Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> she should see these parking lot attacks coming by now. And this was in... This was after she talked to Mantis. She kind of... Uh, well, they had a nice moment. Yeah, it was a nice we, moment. We don't know what Mantis knows. He could know nothing. He, he could know that she's freelancer. I guess at this point it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He might hear that word at some other time and then have a, a yeah. flood of memories trigger back, which I'm betting is going to happen. That's what my money is at. Yeah. Then that's it. She gets shot in the neck. Not the, shot. The she gets stabbed in the... Not stabbed. She gets uh, injected in the neck. Yeah. She passes out. And then you hear a voice tell Sloan, we got her. Yeah. And uh, not much of uh, not much of a fight. She just... She really gets hit hard. She goes flying over the, the roof of this car. Yeah. After she gets hit, and it's a it's a Crown Victoria. Yeah, that's a, that's what they use for police cars. Yeah, that's probably has a supercharged engine and all yeah. sorts of specialty shit. In it. Hell of a moment. Yeah. What do you think is happening here? Is this Dreyer's move or is this Arvin? No, Arvin knows. Yeah, he knows. So he he could be sending his guys in there to get to her before Dreyer goes above his head because he's threatened to do it to tell SD. I don't know who. 
I don't know. We need look at we need Vaughn to bring up that chart again. The many faces of yeah, SD six. So we could like who's in charge of Arvin? Yeah, we made fun of all those uh, Aspergersy yeah. weirdos who would be freeze framing that and and drawing it all out. But now we're going to be those guys. Yeah. My understanding was that Dryer doesn't work specifically for SD six. He's he, a contractor. Well, he's, he's a, contracted he's, out. Well, he's a general SD. He goes to the different SD offices as right. needed, and he, you know, go from SD six to SD four to whatever. So he's LA not, to LA to Italy, yeah, to Weehawken and Patterson. Patterson. He'll go to all of them. Yep, but that maybe he's above him in the sense that he's not. He doesn't answer city to him. specific, yeah. right? But it does seem like Arvin has the power to supersede his authority. Where you can say, like, I'll take care of Alias. You don't do it. Right. Well, yeah, that's what he said. Like, if you don't take care of it, I'll go over your head. And he's like, don't worry about it. I know what I'm doing. Ron Rifkin. Ron Rifkin. There you go. Jesus. It finally came to me. I think because we're saying, or I'm saying, Al-Anon, Bob Balaban so much that... Because it just rolls so off the tongue. Why, why is it... Uh, I know that you say Al-Anon, Bob Balaban for yeah. its uh, its poetic quality. But is it like uh, a Bob Balaban who's, whose father or spouse is an alcoholic? Yeah. And he's, just, uh, he's, and he's just tired, and he hasn't shaved because he's going to all these meetings to talk about meetings, it. having a deal with, I don't know, evictions and uh, court. Is that, is that what Al-Anon's about? Well, it's just like, yeah, it's like dealing with the wrath of alcoholics. So it's like, yeah, I'm trying to take care of this this drunk whomever. And uh, yeah, Is it about, like, landlords evicting their alcoholic tenants? No, I, I think I, if I'm sure there's a, a support group for landlords with shitty tenants. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 it's court. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah. Quite the cliffhanger. Yeah, what's going to happen? Uh, I was satisfied with Marcus not dying. Yeah, no, I mean, he's no dwarf hands, but yeah. he's uh, they got nice chemistry. We, they had that. Rusick is no substitute. Yeah. As as much as Miguel Sandoval is a treasure. Well, you know, uh, they didn't really do... get they. He had to perform, like, the perfunctory, like, give me the code and I'll input the code. He wasn't, like... He hasn't been. He wasn't given much as a character. But he's clearly not like the Ted McGinley, right? Of, <laughs> yeah, he, of, this, of this episode, and he's not going to be the. Uh, he's not going to do that thing where he he puts on a, a crushed velvet blazer and pretends to be uh, some art world bozo. You know that's not happening. Miguel Sandoval is not about that. I don't know. We have a whole lot of seasons to go. Maybe we get some more. Yeah. The flowering we've, of Sandoval. We've got 95 more episodes. Oh, I can't more wait. Or less. And a fucking video game. <laughs> and uh, a mini episode. What's the and, mini episode? Uh, and several novels. <laughs> and, and about two dozen uh, YA novels. Oh, okay. YA? I think they're YA. All right. I think the intended audience is, is 10 to 15. Oh, perfect. Which is uh, exactly my level. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll buy them in Spanish and I'll read them in Spanish increase my vocabulary um all right so i guess that's it for uh yeah that's it for for now this week's episode uh reach out to us someday we'll uh someday you will you will be forced to immediately delete the bullshit you just downloaded i think what we're gonna before you delete it (laughs) feel free (laughs) to send us some comments i think that what we're gonna have to do uh when it comes to uh addressing any any reader concern yeah because we're getting pretty deep into alias without putting up episodes yet yeah uh i think we're gonna have to do like mini episodes or in between episodes or append them to old episodes oh where we just say like oh like, we're, here we're gonna address like we can't incorporate your change yeah you know it's not gonna happen yeah like we can't include this thing that you want yet but you know that's not gonna happen yeah you're if yeah well, it I won't think, happen anyway because i'm very stubborn well pilot well, the pilot, we say dwarf hands a lot, and if that pisses you off, 
you got about like a solid 10 episodes before we even pretend like we give a shit about like <laughs> changing it. Yeah. Well, we address the insensitivity yeah. of it pretty much immediately. Yeah. And then we just sail right past yeah. our discomfort. Because we were vindicated by, by the, fact the that bigotry of the else. internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's what the internet's for. Like, everyone else is just terrible. Uh, but we're all on, on Kevin Wiseman's side. Yeah. Nobody's saying he's not great. So, uh, it's Final Frontiers on Twitter, right? Right. Final Frontiers Pod at gmail dot com. All right. So uh, until uh, until next until time, next, we'll t- until next week's episode that you will get all at once. Yep. Yeah. Uh, episode ten, whatever it's called, whenever it aired. Yeah. Uh, my name is written by somebody that we don't know yet. I bet we've known them. Yeah. I bet we've been introduced. Oh, it's no coincidence. Uh, my name is Matthew, <laughs> and I'm Mitchell. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.